Welcome to Diverse, the podcast for the Society of Women Engineers. SWE supports the advancement of women in engineering and technology. You can find all of our podcasts on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and SWE's blog all together at altogether.swe.org. Are you taking full advantage of your SWE membership? Your membership grants you access to SWE Advanced Learning for career and life. Your membership unlocks free and discounted on-demand content 24 hours a day from around the world. The SWE Advanced Learning also has live learning. With multiple tracks, Advance offers something for every career and every stage of your career. SWE's many offerings feature subject matter experts from a wide variety of thought leaders in STEM and leadership. When you want to skill up, turn to Advance first. Access learning at advancelearning.swe.org. Hi, I'm Rachel Morford, President of the Society of Women Engineers. Welcome to SWE's Diverse Podcast Series. Please remember to add this podcast to your iTunes and like or follow us on social media. Visit SWE.org for more details. Today I'm joined by Kwanya O'Neill, who is the High Voltage Circuit Breaker Production Manager for the Siemens Energy Richland, Mississippi facility. Kwanya received her degree in industrial engineering from North Carolina State University and has 20 years of work experience. Thanks for joining us today, Kwanya. Thank you for having me. So I'm very excited. I have a lot of questions that I know our listeners are going to be very interested in hearing your answers to. We'll start with, can you tell us what led you to industrial engineering as your major in college? As a child of a single parent and from a family who had not attended college, I was determined to break that cycle. So I studied hard. I worked hard in school. I excelled in high school. And I was very good in math and science. I had no idea what I wanted to study in college. So my counselor recommended engineering. First thing that came to my mind at that time was a train engineer. So I did some research. I studied the different fields of engineering and chose industrial engineering because I believed at that time it aligned with my passion and skill set. And it really didn't hurt that that was the engineering field that required the minimal number of chemical and electrical engineering classes. <laughs> well, it sounds like your counselor really had a significant impact on your life with that recommendation. And I imagine several of our listeners have the, a similar story about thinking of train engineers when engineering was first advised to them as a potential major or a career. 30 years In ago, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> In your current role, you oversee all day-to-day -day operations for the plant in Richland, Mississippi. Can you tell us all what a normal day looks like for you? My day always begins with a cup of coffee, first of all, and then a morning Absolutely. walk to the production floor. It's always important to go to the production floor to say good morning to my, my team, to do a quick scan of the production area to make sure there's no critical issues that need immediate attention. After my uh, good mornings to everyone, we have a cross-departmental meeting every day at 8.30 with our logistics, our inventory, material, engineering departments to make sure that there's no issues that are impacting our daily, weekly, or monthly production schedule. Immediately following that meeting, there's a meeting with operations and sales to discuss customer priority changes. 
any requests for early deliveries. And then, of course, we go back and communicate to our customers what uh, agreements we have made. I then meet with my team leads and supervisors to discuss any current concerns for the day, any labor issues, and to assure that we're aligned on our plan and priorities. After all of these meetings, I tend to my emails, I take any actions that were required from the morning meetings. And from there, I'm sure there's more meetings, there's time spent on the floor. If I had to really say my day is never as structured as I would like for it to be, or you would think that it would be, there are challenges each and every day, different challenges. But this is what makes my job so engaging and so interesting, the fast-paced nature of the manufacturing environment. I really love that you start your day with a morning walk around your, your production floor and talking to the team and saying good morning. I think that really, I can imagine that that really sets your day up for a focus on, on your team members and the work that they're doing. So as you're working on all of those different challenges that come up, it, it helps to put those people first. Yes, they're always first. And I think what's really nice about my job and, and being in production, you know, I started off as manufacturing engineer and now I'm a production manager, but it's always been good to be able to go out on the floor and the people on the floor all have different names for me. Sometimes it's, it's Miss Q, it's Miss O'Neill, it's Mama Q. <laughs> and that just shows you the relationship between myself and the people, which is what really allows me to be successful. Yeah, that's really just, that's so special, I think, and definitely a unique aspect of working on a production floor in manufacturing. So you mentioned challenges, and I imagine that you, like most engineers, love solving problems. How do you think a career in process improvement fits for others who also love to find solutions to problems? For me, process improvement is like solving a puzzle. It is a job of constant challenges and constant puzzles. Challenges of people. Are we, do we have enough headcount? Are we losing work? Wasted resources? Machines? Um, is the machines uptime versus downtime? Ergonomics? Or, or is the job design ergonomically correct for our people? Customer satisfaction? You know, are we delivering product on time? Cycle time. Process improvement is a lot of puzzles, a lot of moving pieces. And if solving problems is, is where your passion and interest are, then a career in process improvement has allowed you to align your skills to your passion. That's really great advice. I think the fact that you can align your interest in solving problems with really putting the pieces together to solve that puzzle. And I imagine in your day-to-day -day work that you described, it's, it's solving those puzzles that are constantly popping up that is so fulfilling. Working in manufacturing, what are some of the biggest challenges you face as a woman? I think one of the biggest challenges for women in a male-dominated industry is leadership opportunities. I began my career with Siemens Richland, Mississippi as the first female manufacturing engineer, the first female continuous improvement manager, the first female on the leadership team, and the first female production manager. All within eight years 
of being here at Siemens Richland. I think my ambition, I think my passion for my job, I love what I do. I work very hard. And of course, my mentorship is, is what paved the road to these accomplishments. I remember uh, I've had many people tell me stories of when I first started working here and how they made wagers on whether I would survive out there on the manufacturing floor because they never had a female out there. I cannot tell you that <laughs> there were not difficult times or that I didn't have to ensure that my voice was heard. But I believe teamwork and commitment is what has always enabled me to achieve a favorable outcome and the willingness to, to always, always go outside my comfort zone. I can remember I had a major project that I needed maintenance support and the maintenance manager couldn't prioritize what I needed to fit within my timeline. So I had to go outside my comfort zone and help maintenance, you know, identify suppliers to, to install cranes and, and whatever else necessary to ensure that my timelines were met because we had customers to satisfy. We had product to build. Wow, Kanye, that list of firsts that you gave at the beginning of that answer was just incredible. And, and when you add that to the fact that you mentioned you were the first in your family to graduate from college, that's I'm incredibly impressed. And, and congratulations on all of those those firsts, because I think you're really paving the way for everyone who's who's coming behind you as a woman in your facility. Yes. And even amidst the challenges, the drive and determination can still get you to where you want to be in your career, as well as sacrifice and hard work. And those are really critical messages, I think, and ones that all of our listeners of this podcast will really be able to connect with. Can you talk about why it is important for women to pursue industrial engineering and manufacturing careers? Women are a minority. And as a minority, women are highly sought after and valued for engineering positions in the marketplace. For women should pursue engineering because of diversity and balance that is needed in the workforce the ability to make a difference in the world through technology and the diversity within that engineering, industrial engineering anyway, career. Within industrial engineering, as I spoke earlier, you can be in engineering, you can be in project management, and you can even expand out into the operations, the manufacturing part of it. So there's a lot of diversity in that career. One of the things that you oversee in your role is new talent acquisition, which must be a very fulfilling aspect. What do you look for in recruits? I think there's four critical skills or characteristics that I look for. I look for drive, for commitment. I look at personality. How well would that personality fit in with the team? And the willingness to learn. I think that willingness to learn, Kwanya, is something that is incredibly important for all engineering fields. Is there something in particular that drives you to look for that? quality? I believe engineering teaches you the basic skill set, but the hands-on isn't directly correlated with the books. So you have to come into a facility or a workforce willing to learn the industry, the process, and that's sometimes not easy because there's continuous change. I mean, I've been in the, I have worked in energy field like I am now. I have worked in 
turnaround management for a doctor's office. So there's a learning curve there and you have to go in humble, realizing that school didn't teach you everything. (laughs) (laughs) Although sometimes I'm sure for our our collegiate members, it feels that way with all of the the books and tests and everything that they're taking. I absolutely agree. And that really, that hands-on learning, I think, helps lead to my next question, which is how are you fostering mentoring in the workplace within your purview of talent development? I think it's important that when you come to work, you can easily get caught up in your day-to-day routine. So I always try to share the big picture outside of your particular job. I provide feedback. I provide coaching. I encourage. I challenge, but I support. And I am a confidant for my team. Thanks for sharing that, Kwanya. I think it's so critical that everyone really understand the big picture of what they're working on and how their particular piece of the puzzle fits into the broader challenge that the team is trying to accomplish. As my last question, I wanted to find out if you had any professional advice that you would pass on to our listeners. My advice would be go for what you want in your career, take the risk, and then hone the skills necessary to give you those opportunities. For example, communication skills, leadership development, as well as emotional intelligence. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today, Kwanya. I think You are an incredibly impressive individual. All of the list of accomplishments that you have had and and the first that you've really been in every role and paved the way for those who are coming behind you in the workforce is inspirational. And I really appreciate the advice that you've shared with our listeners today and the focus that you have on the people in your workplace. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Rachel Morford. For all of us at SWE, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Diverse. Please don't forget to leave us a review and share this episode with your social network. Thanks for listening.